You're listening to the Fox in the Phoenix podcast, understanding the feminine cross-dressing experience. I'm Savannah Hawk, dual gender male to female crossdresser, LGBTQ plus advocate, TEDx speaker, and author of the Living with Crossdressing book series. And I'm Julie Rubenstein, proud ally and co-founder of BoxandHanger.com, a feminine styling and life coaching service for cross-dressers and transgender women. You're listening to Blue Sky. Random conversations. On that note, I forgot what I was supposed to say during this time because we've been away for so long. But on that note, what do I say? Bye for oh. now. Oh, shh, shh. Bye for now. Until next time. He's so crazy. Or I remember my high school reunion. It was, I think, the 10-year, maybe even five-year. Um, I was in New York. I was, like, doing well. I was in graphics. I was making good money, living in New York City. Mm. And I go back to my reunion, and I'm like, I walk up to a group of people who had all been they all still lived in a hometown, yeah, same town, in the same town, but they all, so they all worked similarly. They all hung out together. So when I approached them to say, Hey, how you guys doing? You know, it's been five years. Oh my God, what are you doing? It's like, they just kind of gave me a side eye Ew, and I felt good. instantly not accepted. And that triggered me with this whole, you know, four years of high school, how I felt. Yeah. Am I gotten? I mean, in reverse, I actually went because right now the um, that Full House actress that was on a Hallmark Channel, I can't oh remember God, her name. Don't get me started. Well, I, I just want to touch on it for two seconds. Two seconds. Candace it, Cameron. It, Burr, I think, be is her another last name added on to. I don't know. The point Possibly. is, she left Hallmark because of what Hallmark stands for these days and went over to another kind of Hallmarky type of channel with the former CEO. I think there's as much, I wouldn't call, well, I, I guess I would. There's as much bullying going on on both ends of the spectrum, I think, because last I heard with the candidate, not, not to beat a dead horse that I didn't even want to go there, but like, I didn't realize that Candace Cameron Burr had left the Hallmark Channel. Last I heard before I tuned her out in my mind was the fact that she had said something about getting back, creating more content that got back to like the traditional family values. Yes, yes. And then I just like tuned her out. But I, I assume if she's left the channel that her career was really on the line. I mean, everyone was really in an uproar and very upset. and you know, the idea of her not working, an individual can get canceled in a, in a millisecond these yes, days. And true. I think that the idea of, of everyone being inclusive and kind, it also has a negative effect because if you, there's a different of core beliefs and opinions that mm-hmm. isn't quote the agenda we're pushing you can get canceled really quickly. Yes. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And so the fact that she left on her quote own accord, I think that was a choice that her people made because she may not ne- ever work again. The threats to having full house episodes aired on certain channels made them vulnerable. I mean, we are in a different time where as much as I want to push the agenda of, you know, it's cool to be inclusive, which it really is. Um <laughs> I just also value the importance of other people's 
opinions and beliefs. Mm -hmm. So it's really tricky. It's very very tricky tricky because as much as I'm not able to stomach ads that are, you know, unkind, um, transphobic, homophobic, and I'm, I'm all in, I'm sipping the the blue Kool-Aid. I'm all about not seeing that because it is unkind. It is wrong, but freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. I, I mean, there's a lot of, um, what's it called? What's that word? Is it grooming? I don't know. Yeah, we've talked about grooming too. Yeah. We we have Uh, talked about grooming and all the ways that that can look and and how it's been a trigger word for me and all this, but there really is kind of a saturation process or a let's get out everything that can be racist and, and it's viewed with kind of a real white fragility lens, for example, that has trickled down to individuals like me, where there's, you know, four Chris's on maintenance staff at the the job that I work at. And I like look both ways. And I was like talking about a specific Chris and I was like, black Chris, like I like (laughs) put my hand over my mouth. I'm like black Chris. And my boss who is, who is white was just like, Chris is a black man. You know what I mean? I'm like, phew, yes, he is. Who, you know, because there's so much tread lightly territory. So we're in, we're in a very interesting time, I'd say. Yeah. And I, I'm going to take the, I will say this, because I did do just a spot of research about, uh, you said it's Candace Cameron Burr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. I will say this. She followed the old Hallmark CEO to this new channel. Basically that CEO bought this a great American something channel. And then now it's going to rebrand it to have its own programming. Okay, great. Now she followed him and will become an executive producer will become higher up in the chain, which means more money for her. She has every right. And you kind of inferred it. She has every right to say, you know what? I don't really believe in Hallmark's mission statement anymore. So I want to go to this other company, this other channel, this other network that really is more in line with my personal core beliefs on traditional family, patriotism, whatever, whatever their mission statement is. Absolutely. She has full right. Now, does she need to be canceled for that? Absolutely not. That is her belief. I'm not taking her beliefs away from her, just like she shouldn't be taking my beliefs away from me. So for her to make that decision probably helped her be a little more comfortable with the programming that was kind of in and around uh, her movies that are being made, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Apparently she was like the Christmas queen on Hallmark for like years. So she said, okay, no, you know what? There's really not direction I feel I want to go in. So to be true to me, I'm going to follow this other person and go to that network and have more maybe say in the programming and know that the program is going to be more in line with who I am. I am never going to fault somebody for making those decisions. We all should be making decisions like that for ourselves. But again, making decisions for yourself should not cancel you. But when you start saying it out to the world about how other people are wrong or other other people you know, shouldn't have a say or that our values are any less real than your quote unquote traditional values, because again, there is a exclusionary way that people are being seen as a result of the words you speak out in a public forum. So if you want to say, no, I believe in my core Christian beliefs circa 1955, and that's what (laughs) I believe in. And it should be like, you know, whites marrying whites and blacks marrying blacks and same sex is not on the table and all these things that is 
your personal beliefs and I cannot tread on that. The problem is when they start, when people, and I'm not saying her, but when other people start saying, no, I'm right, you're wrong. Therefore you shouldn't exist. That's where I get a little concerned. We should just be all living in harmony. Kumbaya, yo. Right. And like she did tell the Wall Street Journal, I knew that the people behind Great American Family were Christian that loved the Lord and wanted to promote faith programming and good family entertainment. Now, does that make my stomach churn? Yes. Does it make me feel queasy? Yes. Because, quote, people like that, according to me, make the world really unsafe for people like us. Mm-hmm. Right. In my, be- right. In, my, in my belief system. Now, does Black entertainment television exist for people that want to see themselves, for Black people who want to see themselves in a way that is not being seen regularly they want to feel a part of a community would a rate would someone who does not like blacks tune into that channel no i don't think they would so i do understand what you're saying about inclusivity and beliefs and not wanting to put down any place where people can commune with similar morals and values Mm -hmm. it's just it's really interesting when I write on paper, you know, the, the similarities that we want for both sides of the story. And they really are, there are more similarities. Well, there are profound differences, but there are certain similarities in terms of like what you just said before, you know, people who have a strong belief, a God belief, regardless of what I think of God for my own personal self. But it's hard. It is. It is. And I'll just say this. Uh, ironically, uh, I was thinking the other day, I saw another video. Um, I want to talk about it in a different episode. But I saw a video also from TikTok that just kind of blew me away. And basically, it was like, WWJD. What would Julie do? I, no, I'm sorry. What would Jesus do? Uh-huh, you know, the bracelets in, yeah. they're in the TikTok video. They talked about, I was like, I drank the Kool-Aid. I took the bracelet. I said, WWJD, and I took it to heart, and I did everything I could do to be like Jesus, to cater to the poor, to take in the destitute, to include all. And basically, his message was, so I drank the Kool-Aid. I became that person following Jesus. What happened to you? I mean, it still amazes me that we had to have the House and Congress pass a second, basically a new law into place in 2022 about the equality for same sex and interracial couple marriages, that that is a protection. That I was like, I looked at that, I'm like, okay, I know there was a thing about same sex marriages, but I was saying, I'm sorry, was interracial marriages at, you know, in question as well? I said, that's absurd. So that got passed. God bless. Love it. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to like go through all the things that I had an <laughs> issue about on the commercial, but you know maybe I'll just put that in um, some private post somewhere because I do I do have I have concerns. We have words. <laughs> I have words. So like product placement. Why was the, the old man keeping it to himself and not even telling his wife if it was like such a big deal? I don't know. Why why was the kid at home alone getting a nanny come in, but there didn't seem to be any parents in the house? I'm just saying there, there, there are some cracks in the narrative, but, <laughs> but not I many. Know, but for some reason, I don't care that there weren't Twix in the oh, product, yeah. even though it's kind of silly. 
that they didn't share a Twix at the park. Right, right. No, I think that would almost been uh, sacrilegious to be like, hey, by the way, here's our product. I agree completely with you on that. <laughs> but it's just the fact that she knocks on the door, the kid answers, but there doesn't seem to be any parents in the house. It's like, so what, you just all left for work and the nanny was just going to show up after you left? I don't know. I just had some concerns about the dynamics of the kid being home alone. You know, I'm a latchkey kid from way back. (laughs) Right. There are some impurities that we won't get into because then we'll be an entirely another episode. (laughs) But I would like to say, being like an 80s kid myself, that it would have been nice. Two kinds of sunny day. It would be nice if like when the bully was like, you're a freak and you're a freak. And then, and maybe the witch nanny would be like, well, us free, you know, you can only have a Twix if you're a freak. Want right, one, want right, one. Right, right. And then like, whatever the kid's like, I'm jealous. Twix right. is my favorite. And they're like, well, right. I guess you got to be a freak. Bam. Mic drop. I agree. And I'll take it a sec, uh, a place further in that the, the solution to the kid being a bully was to basically whip him up in a cyclone, which is kind of a violent response <laughs> to what was happening. So I'm not sure I agree with the witch's methodology in retaliation. I literally love a nice <laughs> whipping into the sky, witchology, but for bullies, I think it's great. I think they're floating there. She's not like slamming it into a tree. That well, so we, it's unknown. It's unknown. It's even, unknown. Even she I was love... like, I suppose. I'm sure he'll come back down eventually. He'll come back. I don't know. I love abusing the abuser. Like I'm all about like, Mm. you know, J-Lo's, I forget what it was, where she gets back. Like she defends herself against her abusive husband enough or something. Yes. Yes. Like there's something amazing about, I don't know, maybe that's the inner, you know, bullied victim in me that really would love to embarrass the shit out of my mm. you know the person who embarrassed me i think yeah, that there's yeah, something yeah. really lovely but anyhow no but i like that i mean i like that stance because you and i come from different places there like i'm right. more of like the avoid confrontation and turn the other cheek and you're like dude if you're going to be a bully man i'm going to like best the bully and put them in their place for you know what they wrought you know they brought this on themselves uh, so I get it. But I just think it's kind of funny. There, there's just little tidbits uh, that even I could take offense at or be like, you know what? I don't know where the parents were. And how did that woman show up on foot, but then drive away in like a family minivan? So again, I, I know there's there's economy <laughs> to be had for a commercial that length. But um, yeah, of course, there's just like little things. But it was still, I still loved it. Uh, regardless, I'm just being super, super nitpicky at this point. And the message... The message to me, which is probably the overarching goal and point and the heart of our episode is the fact that the message was so much stronger than the little details, which you thought after of right. you're like, this is a perfect ad. Then you're like, actually, it isn't perfect. Nothing's perfect. And then you picked, you pick at <laughs> all the things. But honestly, I will always think about that beautiful ad whenever I get a Twix. It is literally my favorite candy. And beyond the fact that it is delicious, I can't think of any other positive excuse. Now I can. Now I know where they stand. Now it is that much more delicious. I'm all about it. I'm all about it because the message was so loud. And the fact that Twix backs this message, that's all they need is to stand in the arena for me, stand in the arena with 
with an audience that is always in desperate need of a cheerleader. Yeah, agreed. And in this loudness, it was also still seemingly quiet in that twist. Yeah, scene. yes. Yeah. Very it could have been a lot more. Quiet. It could have been a lot more hammer on anvil, and it wasn't. Um, it right. was concise to the point, but it was not, you know, you have to accept me. They're just like, no, somebody's bullying me. I'm going to take care of business. So right. it, was, it wasn't like a all culture thing. It was like, no, this person specifically is making my ward feel bad about themselves. So therefore I'm going to, I'm going to protect that ward and make sure they are protected and loved and hugged. And if I can right. use my witchy powers, boo, all the better. Because even if this was a stranger that entered a house where a kid was home alone and like suddenly they're in the <laughs> car with a stranger, that is of little weight to the fact that this stranger saved this person's life, defended them and made them feel for the first time ever, like not only what were what they were doing was not shame-based, there was nothing wrong with it, but it's a dress. And I'm going to ask, do you want to wear the dress? And they're going to say, yes. And it's mm-hmm. just going to be what it is just, because it's just, just a dress. Yeah. It's just clothing. You don't always have to sound the whistle, blow alarm. This, this person could now be living, wanting to express totally 100% male, but still will always look back at that experience with fondness, knowing it's okay to wear female cl- clothing. It doesn't have to mean Anything beyond that, yeah. anything beyond the idea that you enjoy it. Yep. And that to me, that hurt me pick, pick the bully up, fly him in the sky, you know, enter a, a, a child's house unannounced, be a stranger, stranger danger. I'll buy it all. Listen, and they did say right. your parents said that you need a babysitter. So I will say that in, in the context of the script, the nanny was aware and was invited by the parents. I, I will give them that. All you need that one little line that says, all right, this isn't some weirdo stranger. But I love Trust me. I loved it. I just liked it in pick because that's why I do. I used to do movie reviews. Right. So for me, it's like, let me find every nuance of this and exploit it for my own benefit. I, no, I love it. I love <laughs> that you ex- exploit nuances. Yeah. And like I said, um, the only thing I can say about the other one. Is that the that he got up in the middle of the night when his wife was sleeping? First, I thought he was a widower in the whiskey commercial. I thought he was a widower because you don't see the yeah. wife. And then, like, kind of a minute in or thirty seconds in, you see she goes to bed and he kind of creeps out of bed to go continue to perfect his craft. And I was like, well, if this is so important, why is he hiding it from her? You don't really get a sense of why that was. I think it added to the the scope of the reveal. I really think that it was actually something that he, that even he was like trying to do it on the download as his own private thing to try to do. And um, so again, there was a little couple of red herrings there and, and maybe you were thinking differently and maybe that was the point of it. That was really my only point of concern is like, why did he keep it secret? But other than that, loved it. Loved it. I mean, that's something that we are unpacking and still haven't gotten to the bottom of <laughs> that has created this lovely podcast because it doesn't have to make sense to make it be right for you. Um, But I do, I do think that it's lovely when they step out and then they have this, like, it's like a half a second longer beat of like a stare down with the person, the cash register Mm -hmm. woman, right? For the eyeshadow. And then they get, yeah. But there's this like moment of this is happening. And yes, I see you. 
you know, yeah. appraisals somewhat could be judgment, could be not really sure what's happening. It could be like she just hates her job for all I know, you know. It's open for projection. Yeah. And that's a lot of interpretation of, for sure. Right. Yeah. Which is why I love it. And I don't give it a lot of grief because it's very, very nuanced and I love it. Yeah. Pretty special. I want to watch it again. Oh, it was I've a little it. too dark for me for the mood okay. that I was in, like oh, visually, okay. and I just have to finish it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. Well, enough about our recap of the the dissection of the commercial. So we'll we'll let that go as it is. But but Joey, you are amazing. I love your input always and all the time. And uh, why don't you take us out? I will, but I literally love your guts. And I love that you're wearing a platinum whitish blonde wig with the black roots because I haven't seen that in a while. Black and white. I'm like a black and white cookie today. And you love that I'm wearing lipstick. You shouldn't be I the do. only one. I do. You got your flaming red hair. You got your your pop, as you say, your pop a lip. Yeah, you're rocking it, kid. Like I want to have sexy girl time, just like the next. Like I don't always want to be like, because I'm your kid sister <laughs> that lives next door. I mean, that's cute, but it's like, hello. I can. I can really give off the vibes. It's not just you every Sunday. Dude, it's not all about me. On that note, (laughs) uh, bye for now. Until next time. (laughs) Ah. Ah. You can find me on Facebook at Savannah Hawk or at Living With Crossdressing, and on Instagram at Savannah Hawk. Remember, that's H-A-U-K. And to learn more, go to my website, livingwithcrossdressing.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Fox and Hanger or at Julie MTF Style, as well as on our website at foxandhanger.com. Julie, it's your moment. <gasps> Fox and the Phoenix podcast uses Anchor Copyright 2023. Yes, nailed it. If you enjoy our content and want to make it easier for others to find us, please share with your friends. Tap the subscribe or follow button to the show wherever you're listening. Give it a five-star rating or leave a review. And for show ideas or comments, contact us through the podcast on Facebook at Fox and Phoenix Podcast or on Instagram at the Fox and the Phoenix Podcast underscore.